Blog Talk Radio. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters promote positive people, you can always visit us for all of your branding and publishing needs at WealthySistersMedia.com. Again, that's WealthySistas, S-I-S-T-A-S, Media.com. Here at Wealthy Sisters Radio, we love connecting businesses with people, stories, and music, and our purpose is twofold. First, you know we always love to provide that inspiration and encouragement and that practical knowledge to our listeners, that dynamic listener that you are, that's right, and so that you can have a, a, a positive impact if you apply it right now on your business and your life. And also, second, we must make sure that we continue to edify, promote, acknowledge, and say thank you to the sisters for doing big things. I am Deborah Hartnett, your host, and we are broadcasting live on the Worldwide Blog Talk Radio Network. And I am thrilled to be here with you. And I want to let you know that you can catch this show and all of our other dynamic shows, learn all about what we're doing here for you at WealthySistersRadio.com. Today is another awesome Tuesday, February 7th. 17th. Wow, 2015 time is here. It's moving. It's a beautiful, beautiful snowy day here in our DMV area. And I know it's what, Fat Tuesday? <laughs> All right, down there in New Orleans to all of our awesome listeners and friends and family there. Happy Mardi Gras, babies, to you, baby, shall I say. And uh, it's just a, just a great time to be alive. And I hope you are as excited as we are here about this year and all the great things that are happening in your lives and happening here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. And you know we're here every week at the same time. That's Tuesdays, 11 a.m. Eastern. So thank you so much for keeping us in the know, keeping us in the mix, rather, and telling everybody about us. And I just cannot thank you enough for staying with us for almost six years now as we approach that time this summer. And, uh, you know, just really sending us all the great feedback, the tweets, Thank you. Keep it going. We appreciate it so much. And, I mean, I just, me personally, I just do not take it lightly that you're sharing this space and time with us. Well, you know, we are excited about the Winter Summit. We are counting down. I think it's less than 40 days now. The Winter Summit, have you not heard about it? You don't know about the Winter Summit? I know you know about the Winter Summit. It is approaching. It's March 27th, 28th. It is the best, the premier professional businesswoman's event that you could ever attend. I'm telling you, we have a lot of fun, a lot of great information, and then I say we have a lot of fun. It's a wonderful time of networking with some super powerful sisters 
who are focused, who are driven, who love to help each other, support one another, and the information from marketing to finances. I mean, some of the topics, you got to hear this now. If you've, you've been building your business. One of the subject matters we have is you know, if you're not a nine-to-fiver, what's the option when getting a job is not an option? How to continue to create those revenue streams in your business. Also, how to create and package the right offer to attract more online customers for your offline business. Marketing to win. Increase your revenues with the right digital mix. We will have also the National Association of Black Hotel Owners and Operators and Developers there conducting a workshop, actually showing you how you too can be an investor, investor, in a hotel like a Marriott or, or Hampton Inn or what have you. And even they're going to be talking about some of the di- supplier diversity initiatives as well. So you definitely want to be there. And our famous, 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 famous millionaire luncheon. Now, you've got to understand, this is on a first-come, first-served basis with the millionaire luncheon. The seats are just about taken. It's an intimate session. It is not set up for all of the conference attendees. It's only a small group of women who will be in this event. Serious women, focused women who want to sit down with millionaire, documented millionaire women. They have produced it. Their businesses are creating revenues of millionaire, million dollars and more. So you definitely want to be able to sit and ask them questions. I mean, you can ask them anything. We let them know that they're open. It is a powerful time. This is our fourth year with the Winter Summit Conference and Expo. You must make sure that you are in the house. You owe it to yourself. Go to the Winter Summit right now, thewinnersummit.com. That's like a champion that you are, the winners summit.com and get registered. We want to see you there. It's March 27, 28, right here, central location in Northern Virginia, the D.C. area. You can drive up from the Carolinas, from Georgia, drive down from New York, take a train from Philly. You want to be here. So that's March 27, 28. And we are now at that part where we are thrilled about the business question of the week. So many people have been writing into us, and we thank you so much for sending your questions in. As you know, I've been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. I know a lot. I don't know everything, but I do have sense enough to seek out the right information from the experts, as we do every week here. So if you've got a question that you just kind of want to bounce it off someone, you want to just kind of get an idea about something you're thinking about or what have you, Send us at your question at family at wealthysistersradio.com. That's family at wealthysistersradio.com. Or you can call our hotline at 800-917-9435, extension 808. Again, that's 800-917-9435, extension 808. And our question this week comes from Jamia in Phoenix, Arizona. I bet it's beautiful there today. Jamia, thank you so much for sending your question in. She says she's been listening to us for six months. Wow, thank you. And uh, she says she noticed she downloads us from the iTunes. That's right. You all know you can download this show from iTunes for free. Yes, you can subscribe to us there on iTunes, Wealthy Sisters. But she says she listens to us on iTunes, and um, she thinks, that I'm pretty positive. She said, you seem to be so positive. She's been in business. How do I stay positive and how – 
how am I able to stay positive when you're building a business? Well, Jamia, <laughs> I tell you what, we often make things look a lot easier. I know we, we, we all fall uh, victim to that a lot of times, you know, to make things look a lot easier than they really, really are. And, and life is just what life is, right? But what I tell you, I am a person that loves to stay in the positive because I understand the benefits of it. But at that same time, you got to make sure that you know it is a concerted effort that I make and that others that you see who are positive, you would consider positive, make. You have to make a conscious effort that that's the space that you want to play in. That's the space that you want to be. And if you do all the reading, you can you can read success books. You can read here. Listen to um, successful stories like we do here every week on our show. You'll find that those entrepreneurs and those individuals who've been able to to stay, remain positive against all odds, against everything, always finding the positive in the negative. It's always something that you can see, you know, despite the horrible things that could be happening, you can always find a way to find those checklists. I call it checklists. If everything is not going the way I want it, I'll make a checklist to, to remind myself of what is, whether it's your health, you know, your eyesight, you can breathe, your, your family, you got loved ones, you know, whatever it is to really do that. So I, I do that on a daily basis, on a daily basis, because I have plenty of opportunities. We all do have plenty of opportunities, but I'm just determined. I just do not want to take those opportunities to stay in the negative or to accept negative things. And so one of the main things I said I did, I make a, a, I make a conscientious effort to do that, you know, uh, by watching my words. Words are very powerful. How, what words are we saying to ourselves? What words are we saying about one another? You know, it, 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 words have life. They have they have meaning. Um, also, monitor who you are around. Um, monitor who you're listening to. Well, I don't watch the news anymore. Now. I don't watch the news at night. I mean, it's enough coming to us through the internet. We, we can find out stuff that we don't want to know about. So negativity, monitor the conversations that you have with people that call you. You know, watch out for those because you're fine. And and, and I know when people call me and I realize that there's always something negative for them to say, they're complaining about the work, they're complaining about the weather, they're complaining – I, I limit those conversations with those individuals because they, they will suck you. That energy is real, and that energy will shift. It will shift your energy without you knowing it. So you have to be careful with that as well. And that's family. I know it's hard to say, but that means family members too. You know, you love your family members, but it doesn't always mean that you have to just completely, especially when you're on this journey of building a business, you have to remain laser beam focused, and you need all you can to to all the positive forces working around you, you know, to be able to go in and close the deals, to you making a sale or what have you. Those energies are real, as I said. So, you know, monitoring that. And also, you know, um, taking the time, I kind of mentioned this, to, to realize what you have to be grateful for, you know. So those are the things that I would suggest. And then finally, I have experienced enough, and as, as I understand what my grandmother used to say, you know, just keep living, keep living. You live long enough, you'll figure out that all is well. I know that all is well, and everything is always going to work in my favor no matter what. Now, 
That is, a lot, often as we say, a lot easier said than done. But guess what? We are determined that we are going to do it and continue to do that. So thank you so much, Jamia. We hope that that answers your question. And if you like to ask us a question here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, please send it to family at WealthySistersRadio.com. That's family at WealthySistersRadio.com. Or you can call our 800-917-9435, extension 808 917, that's 800-917-9435, extension 808, and leave it there on the hotline. Well, I tell you, today's show is spectacular. We already know it because it is every week as we are committed to making sure that we provide you the best and resources and great information. And today, man, this subject matter, I have I've been having people tweet me already this morning about this subject matter, about business plans. How can I get the money? How can I build the right business plan? Should I write my own business plan? Should I get someone to, to, to do the business plan for me? And we have an expert. I mean, this she is nationally recognized or has been all around. She travels. Uh, she's always in the media. And we are thrilled to have Ms. Cherie Warwick on the line with us today. We, she's going to be talking to us today about her phenomenal book that she wrote, Creating Business Plans at actually get financed because she is a pro at helping entrepreneurs understand what banks, angel investors, and venture capitalists seek in business plans they fund. So we are going to come right back. Stay tuned. Get your pens ready. Call everybody. Tell them to dial 347-838-9278. 347-838-9278. If you've got a question, we're going to try to get to it today. Press 1 so that we know you have a question as well. And you can make sure you send us your questions in the chat room as well. We'll be right back with our very special guest, Ms. Cherie Warwick. Stay tuned. Do you need a vacation? DDM Vacations and Global Travel International offers affordable vacations, cruises, getaways, all-inclusive resorts, honeymoon, family reunions, and more. We specialize in small to large groups, including sightseeing tours. Book your next vacation with DDM Vacation at 800-254-4493-10-631-1665. Again, that's 800-254-4493-10-631. Or visit us at ddmvacations.globaltravel.com. We're live here on Wealthy Sisters Radio, sharing this space and time together. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host, broadcasting live on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Thrilled, as always, to have you here. We're excited about everything that's taking place. We just talked about the Winter Summit. I want to make sure you're there. We want to meet you. I know you've been talking about coming all these years. i got to come. This is the year for you to do it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Get registered at thewintersummit.com. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. And make sure you bring a friend with you as well. Well, you know, today we're thrilled to have our very special guest, she is the author of Creating Business Plans That Actually Get Financed. She uh, has a lot of people, well-known people, who have uh, backed her on this project, and we're thrilled to welcome Ms. Cherie Warwick to Wealthy Sisters Radio. How are you, Cherie? Hello, Deborah. How is the family? 
Fantastic, fantastic. And I want to make sure that I am pronouncing your name right. Are we doing it right, sister? <laughs> yes, it is Cherie, like my Sharia Moore, the song. And uh, uh-huh. it, it comes from a place of love. <laughs> I know it. I knew it. I just knew it, as, as, as we say sometimes. I knew, I knew, I knew that. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yes. It's a beautiful name. And, I, and, and I, I'm glad you. that you mentioned that. Yeah, thank go you, ahead. thank you. And um, I'll tell you, I'm fired up about the Winter Summit. I mean, I've been listening to you for the last ten minutes, and I'm like <laughs> looking up the uh, the website and making sure that my yeah. calendar is open. And you know, Girl, yes. even if somebody is not interested in raising capital today, when you talk about supply of diversity, when you talk about somebody being able to give you a half a million dollar contract or a million dollar contract, you have to be able to fund those things. And what we're talking about today, even if you aren't thinking, I need money today, just knowing how to do this, knowing how to raise capital is something that when those opportunities come around, when you're sitting at that millionaire's luncheon that you're going to have in six weeks, and somebody yeah. brings an opportunity to you, you don't have to freeze because, oh, my goodness, I don't have the cash in the bank in order to be able to, to take uh, this person up on this opportunity. So that's Girl, what we're talking about right. today is so important. Yeah, that's right. I absolutely. love it. See? See, can you all hear that? Did you hear her? She came in with the fire right here. I love it. Right on point. Yes. You are so, so right about that. You know, we, and, and, and that's what we focus on here about making sure that we're, we're not just excited, we're not just motivated, but now what? What do we do? How do we go after those contracts? And, and how do we actually get the funding? Because it's happening every day. People are getting the money some type of way, and, and why, you know, can't we get it? So we're, that's why we're happy to have you here on our show today, Cherie. And um, before we get into this awesome book that you've written and all the great things that you're doing, I, I always say every week, you know, and I had somebody text me and say, girl, you know, you're the one that's nosy. But I say our audience is nosy, right? They always <laughs> want to know, where are you from? Where did you grow up? We like to know a little bit of background on who we're talking to today because, you know, it's always a pleasure to be able to relate. So if you don't mind just sharing a little bit about where you grew up and what led you on the path that you're on today, Cherie. Sure, absolutely. Well, it is Mardi Gras Day, and I actually happen to grow up in New Orleans. So I am a Southern girl. I grew up in New Orleans uh, through high school. I don't hear the baby now. I don't hear that. I don't hear the baby. (laughs) I I used to say y'all and all of that. I've been in Northern Virginia since 93, so a a little bit of that has has passed now. <laughs> it's been a while. And you but, can um, tell mine is still intact. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I I grew up in New Orleans. I uh mm-hmm. came to the Washington DC area actually for college because mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to be an ambassador. I was very interested mm-hmm. in international politics. Don't ask me why, mm-hmm. because nobody mm-hmm. in my family was into that. But I, I was, mm-hmm. and I, I thought I could be the ambassador to the Bahamas. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I that nice, warm place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice, warm place. But I discovered that the Foreign Service did not exactly operate the way that I wanted it to. 
So okay. I'm, yeah, so I'm, I and the truth was I wasn't that interested in politics after taking my first semester, so I switched to business. And mm-hmm. uh, I ended up getting a degree in business and ended up getting a master's degree and mm-hmm. worked in various um financial capacity. So I would do mm-hmm. budgets and forecast and pulling all sorts of research and information and and putting it into a digestible one-page executive summary. And this was all training me for what Mm -hmm. I was doing today. And I ended Mm -hmm. up joining my mother's business. My mother had a successful bookkeeping company, and I decided I wanted to leave, you know, the W-2 world and join Mm -hmm. the family business. And uh, currently she has over 50 clients. I'm helping her during tax season, and then the rest of the time I I help uh, people do their business plans. But a couple Mm -hmm. of interesting things have happened. Um, Working with her, I get to see a lot of different companies I get to see mm-hmm. how they plan, and I get to mm-hmm. see what works and what doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. ultimately, what got me into business plans is she decided she wanted to get a loan in order to grow her company. So she said to me, well, you have the master's degree. You write the plan. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. She said, okay, and, we put the money said, there. Let's okay. go ahead and get the investment on it, right? <laughs> Exactly. So I I did what everyone else does. I I had written a plan for for school, but it's much different Mm -hmm. saying I'm writing a plan to get an A versus I'm writing a plan to take it to a bank for a family business. That's much, much different. So I Mm -hmm. put together what I could, showed it to a mentor of mine, had uh, 40 years' experience in writing business plans and raising capital and growing companies, and he said to me, make these changes and give it to the bank. And the mm-hmm. bank said it was one of the best plans they'd ever read. So wow. um, after that, I just became very interested in why certain entrepreneurs can have millions of dollars thrown at them, one failed venture after another, and they still get money. And mm-hmm. most of us can't raise any money. And that's how I oh, ended up my. writing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I ended up writing the book, creating business plans that actually get financed. Now, you know, you you said a mouthful right there um, about people that can continue to get money even though they've had previous businesses that failed. Can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about that? Because, you know, here we always talk about the mindset, and, and I'm I'm sure you probably will agree with, with us on that, and the attitude has a lot to do with it, and then, of course, the preparation. But, how is it that a person can bounce back from um, uh, from one failed business while the other uh, it may be afraid to go and and pursue another funding from somewhere? Well, I got money before and I I still didn't do well. Now I'm going to go ask for more money. What type of mindset does that person have to have, or is it anything unique um, that you've noticed in individuals like that? I think there are a couple of things that are mm-hmm. unique about an individual that can do that. Number one, mm-hmm. they are honest mm-hmm. with themselves in terms mm-hmm. of um, the reasons why that previous business failed and okay. why this, what their lessons learned were from that previous business to the current business. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. two is they 
were honest with the investors in the first venture. So mm-hmm, they didn't mm-hmm, let mm-hmm. they didn't let the investors think that things were going well when they weren't. Mm-hmm, they didn't mm-hmm. let the investor they didn't leave the investors high and dry. You know how sometimes mm-hmm. we're looking for people and we can't find mm-hmm. them. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they didn't mm-hmm, do that. Mm-hmm. There, there's a certain amount of integrity. Um, mm-hmm, and the third mm-hmm. thing, which doesn't necessarily, we can't necessarily um, help or prevent, is that there are certain parts of the country where failure is more accepted than others. So let's be honest. If you were on okay. the West Coast, because I know that this is a national show, I'm, if you're right, on the West I'm Coast, say that. Mm-hmm. You do have a better chance of having a failed venture and coming back than if you're on the mm-hmm. East Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're on the, I would say, if you had a failed venture, try to rebuild a little bit of a war chest or mm-hmm. have something and have a team together that's so good that somebody would say, yes, you failed before, but you've learned these lessons. You were, you know, you were um working with integrity, and I do believe that the team you've assembled this time and the idea that you have this time will work. Will work. And, and, mm-hmm. and it, you know, I want to ask you, too, now you said you're more likely, if you're on the West Coast, it, it, it's, it's, you have a greater opportunity there from bouncing back. Is that because of the whole technology, the Silicon Valley concept out there? Do you do – you, um, attribute that to that, or what What would you say the difference is in the West and the East Coast? Yeah, the West Coast, ain't, first of all, when you're dealing with an angel investor, and people always ask mm-hmm. me what's an angel investor, so let me dial back a little mm-hmm. bit. Okay. okay. We all know what a bank is and what bank financing is. An right. angel, an, an angel investor is somebody who will put money into your business without considering your credit mm-hmm. or your collateral. So okay. if you if you go to a bank, if you don't have a certain credit score, if you don't have a certain amount of collateral, you won't get any money. I don't care how brilliant your idea is. An right. angel investor is somebody who will put money in without, you know, putting a second on your house and mm-hmm. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. with angel investors, one of the things that they do is they tend to invest in – um, businesses that are less than four hours away from where they are. So if okay. we're in the Washington, D.C. area, we can go as far north as New York and probably south mm-hmm. as, I don't know, maybe Riley Charlotte or something or like something. that. Riley. Charlotte. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So on the West Coast, you have similar types of areas. So the, the West Coast investor um, mm-hmm. they are trained and they understand failure and the fact that an entrepreneur will fail a couple of times before they're mm-hmm. successful. So mm-hmm. th- that's just a mentality and that's just an understanding that they have. East Coast investors are just less forgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, And I'm just giving you the honest truth based on what I've seen. It doesn't mean that what it's impossible. Think? Mm-hmm. Right, right. So what you do right. is you put someone you put someone on your team that's high up. If you've had a failure, you bring someone on your team that has been successful, and maybe mm-hmm. they're your chief operating officer, or maybe they're your CFO, or something like that, um, where you can have someone who has had a success under their belt mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. your team, mm-hmm. even though you may mm-hmm. not necessarily have. 
Mm-hmm. And then when you when you look at, I'd like to, and I definitely want to get back on our subject here, but I, I just mm-hmm. kind of like to point out the whole fact of business. You know, um, as business, everything in business is a risk. Um, and real investors, they they understand that. Not that they want the risk, but they they, they there's some type of knowledge that you said uh, earlier that they know that is generally it takes a couple of times before someone can actually get something right or get a right fix. You know, whether it's getting the right team, it takes so much to create the right atmosphere, the infrastructure, the product, the timing, all of that has to go into that. Would would you say that has a lot to do with um, that as well? Yes, absolutely. And I'll mm-hmm. give you, and that, now we're getting into more advanced things than I usually <laughs> talk about, but this is great. <laughs> uh-huh. So here, uh-huh. here is the way that a, a t- uh, what we call a professional angel investor works. That's somebody that's looking at, you know, probably 20 to 50 deals per year. And they're choosing okay. about two to five to go into, okay? Okay. One of the okay. things they recognize is that their money is a portfolio. Or, sorry, mm-hmm. they're putting companies um, that In their portfolio. they will consider mm-hmm. a portfolio, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. out of ten companies, they recognize that one is going to do very well. One is going to be the next mm-hmm. Uber or the next Twitter or Facebook. They recognize mm-hmm. that three are going to do moderately okay. So mm-hmm. I'll get my money back plus maybe a little something. And then they recognize that six are going to fail. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what they're looking at when we talk about that professional angel investor or somebody who looks at multiple deals per year is their portfolio. And they mm-hmm. don't know which one is going to actually break out. They just know that one will. One will, and it's kind of, it's mm-hmm. like baseball, like we said, it's, it's like you know the the highest paid sports, of course, where we talk about um they strike out what nine out of ten times before Absolutely. they hit a home run, you know you hear that those odds and the averages like that, so I'm glad that you shared that um with our audience because i I really want people to understand when especially when a lot of times we have a lot of new entrepreneurs, especially today, the way the trend is. A lot of people are leaving corporate America or government or what have you and starting their own businesses. And it can be a shock um, to individuals when they learn how the how you have to think as an entrepreneur. And that's one of those things in, in corporate and in, in government is, is totally different. You know, you're used to having mm-hmm. – okay, these are <laughs> the measures that are going to be in place, and, and that's what it is, but it's not always like that. So that's, that's right. great. So, now, so now, if I may, can I can yes. I add one thing to what we were talking oh, about? Please, okay. Please, please. So mm-hmm. I don't want pe- people to be left on a bad note here. So I, wanted, I want mm-hmm. to talk about j- that ratio I said of one is going to do very well, three is going mm-hmm. to basically chug along, and six are going mm-hmm. to fail. Within Mm -hmm. everyone's business, that ratio happens as well. So Mm -hmm. if you do 10 things to market your company, one Mm -hmm. is going to do phenomenally well. Three Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are going to chug along, which means you might get your return on investment plus a little bit more. And six Mm -hmm. are going to fail. So Mm -hmm. what we need to do within our businesses, and when we talk about government contractors, I happen to know a lot of them, they're very Mm risk-averse. You're never going to get the one that hits 
You're never going to get the one that hits unless you um, you take a risk and you try something. The idea is to fail fast and fail cheap. So mm-hmm. try 10 things within – that's what brilliant entrepreneurs do. They try a lot of different things to bring clients in, to mm-hmm. bring customers in, and to turn mm-hmm. people into loyal, raving fans. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. you follow that path as an entrepreneur, the chances of you being the one with that investor's portfolio that really blows up increases astronomically. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, the ratio and then fail fast, fail cheap. The mm-hmm. one you said will do extremely well. Three will, you know, do moderately well. You get some money back on that. Six will fail. But that's in everything. And if we if we just play that, that's like a, the playbook. We just play that out. You know, in sales, as you say, it's a numbers game. You know, you have to have enough people in your pipeline. You Just like you said, you've got to have enough generating and if you you know if you if you have an event and you invite 10 people not all 10 are going to show up <laughs> you've got to right, have right you got to have more um to to reach that so that's that's great i'm loving this conversation aren't you Sheree? this is good absolutely absolutely <laughs> Yes, yes. So we talked about you stepping out. Your you, your mom said, you know, you write this business plan. You then saw an avenue here that, oh, I really like in this. This is something that I can really do and serve and help people. And then all of a sudden the idea comes along to write this book, Creating Business Plans That Actually Get Financed. Tell us what led to that moment and, and why should others, get your book and what can they get from it okay well first of all i have to thank a man named marvin powell who named the book for me we were sitting at a lunch together and he said this is what you should name your book and we had the book title before Uh i heard the word so that's um, good that's good the vision that's good we had the vision first because uh-huh. one of the, the issues that I had when I was working on my mother's plan was, yes, the SBA is great. Please go to the SBA and look at what they have. Go to other right. Amazon books, et cetera. However, I was just I kept asking myself, but what's within that plan that actually gets them to say yes? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. is that is why I wrote the book. So I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. I say it could be read by the pool side or the fireside. Uh, today is probably okay. the fireside <laughs> in the D.C. Love area. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. The Northeast, for sure. Yeah, Mid-Atlantic, yes. yes. But it, it's really meant to help people understand the six primary parts to a business plan that gets somebody to open up their checkbook and say yes. Okay, and we are ready to hear that. And why those parts are necessary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm, so you're mm-hmm. ready to hear it. So I'll tell you, and number one, I don't hold anything back. I, I'm not one of those authors that says, you have to get my book in order to read. No, no, no. I'm going to tell right, you right, right now what the six parts are. I hope you get my book anyway because it will go a little bit more in depth. But oh, yeah. I believe yeah. that they everybody should. They have to get the book. Should, yes. Yeah, everybody get should have this basic information. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. part one is your market opportunity. You have to tell mm-hmm. the investor what the product is, why it's unique, how many people in the marketplace would be interested in purchasing it. 
Don't say mm-hmm. everybody because that's what gets you thrown out. Okay. <laughs> Another you didn't pay big attention. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another big thing mm-hmm. that people do that's a mistake is they are a local company, but they use national numbers and national statistics. No. Okay. If you're a local company, you have to drill down and use local numbers. Okay. Okay. So match. So matching there. Okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that person and and the other thing that we put in the section is. If you currently have sales, and number one thing I try to tell people is before you go and ask for money, get some sales. Because a lot of people will say, oh, yes, that's a great product. You should create it. And then you create it, you're out $10,000, and nobody wants to buy it. Um, you see that on Shark Tank a lot. <laughs> they go in. Well, that's, yeah. That's the reason why they don't invest in companies that have no sales because right. it's it's too risky. So mm-hmm. when we talk about fail fast, fail cheap, make the the least expensive product you can and get out there and start offering it to people in that beta version mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. get people to say yes and get them to actually pull out their credit cards or give you cash for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then within the market opportunity section, I, I tell the investor over the past three years, we've sold over 2,000 units of this. We have now perfected our advertising strategy, our sales mm-hmm. strategy, our team mm-hmm. strategy, and now we want to grow from 2,000 units total to mm-hmm. 2,000 units per day. Mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm, what gets mm-hmm. the entrepreneur. That's what gets the investors to say, "Oh wow, these people really know what they're talking about." Right, and it shows that they've invested not only just their um, sweat equity, but uh, primarily for some of their money. They have, they, you know, they've they've got something, some skin in the game. They're exactly. not just asking, you know, for someone to give them all this money, and there's no no way to tell that they're going to be serious. Uh, at at least attempting to turn the the money uh, around into a real investment for them. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that was Mm -hmm. part one. Part two is your customer acquisition and retention plan. Uh, It it used to be called a marketing plan. I changed it because investors want to know, that's banks and angel investors alike, they want to know how are you getting people to your door, how are you Mm -hmm. converting them into Mm -hmm. clients, and then mm-hmm. from the clients, how do you turn them into loyal, raving fans? So I'll give mm-hmm. you a great example. I never go to see historical movies. Like I've never seen Schindler's List or, or anything like that because I like to okay. go to the movies to be entertained and you know, leave mm-hmm. happy. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I decided to see Selma. Okay. I was so impressed with Selma that I literally came home emailed like seven or eight of my friends and said, you have to go see this movie. Now, mm-hmm. you multiply mm-hmm. me times all the people that were in the theater mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. all of their friends. You mm-hmm. want the same thing for your business. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. That's good. So then part three is your team. Number one reason yeah. that a business plan is not funded is because the investor does not believe that the team you've put together can actually mm-hmm. make the business goals happen. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Or you don't so even you, have a team in place. It's just you, or you, you know, or yeah. or you you you're looking at people, but you need to have those people in place before you go ask for the money. You're saying because you can have the idea of hiring or bringing someone on board, but you're suggesting that they need to have who they want in place, or an archetype, a thought process mm-hmm. of who they want and how they're going to get that person on board. And okay. sometimes okay. the team member and the angel investor is the same person. You're selling okay. the person on not only putting in money, but putting okay. in time and being a part of the team. So I'll give you okay. a great example. I know this woman who's super successful in the Washington, D.C. area. She's a government mm-hmm. contractor. She put together mm-hmm. a board of advisors, okay, and one mm-hmm. of those people was able to take her hand-in-hand hand into the Pentagon, into a general's office, and this man said to the general, you need to use this woman's business. Here's what she does. It would have mm-hmm. taken her years to, to have get that. Yeah. To have that happen. But a mm-hmm. lot of times, I know it's not fair. It's who you know. I know it's mm-hmm. not fair. But it is who you know, who knows mm-hmm. you, and who's willing to vouch for you. That mm-hmm. gets you, you know, astronomically. So um, teams are extremely important. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily mm-hmm. who has the best product. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. part four is your competition and competitive analysis. So who is your competition? Never say you have none. That gets you tossed out. Okay. That's like the everybody is your customer or everybody's gonna love it. (laughs) Okay. Yes. And don't Mm -hmm. just look at direct competitors, look at other ways that people are solving that problem today. Sometimes people aren't doing anything to solve that problem today and you're gonna have a subsection of the market, no matter how great your product or service is, that want to stay with doing nothing. So mm-hmm. you have to, to be aware of that. Then part five is your financials. Um, okay. After your executive summary, the first thing that most investors look at are the numbers. They're looking at are they realistic? What are the assumptions you've put in the numbers? If you have a seasonal business, do the numbers represent seasonality? So I'm mm-hmm. working uh, with a moving company right now, not quite a moving company, mm-hmm. but they follow the schedule of moving, and I have to mm-hmm. build in seasonality. In other words, when people actually move, we have to do research um, through the Real Estate Association to see the months and the percentages of, of people that move within specific months so that we can have our product and our numbers tied to that seasonality. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what changes you from an amateur entrepreneur to uh, what's called a seasoned entrepreneur. And then part six is how are you going to pay them back? It's called an exit plan, and it's specifically for your angel investors and venture capitalists. So how are they going – because you may not be paying them every month. In fact, most angel investors, you don't. But they want their money back at some point. So you have to be able Mm -hmm. to tell them, here's how we're going to get you your money back, and here are three different ways that we can do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so and did you parts. say three different ways hypothetically, or is that three is a good number that people should use with that on, on how they should get their, their money back or with that exit plan? You you want to have three different options. The more options mm-hmm. you give the angel investor to get their money back, mm-hmm. the better they feel. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. But you don't want to you don't want to have just one way because then they feel like, oh, well, if that one way doesn't work, let's say for example, you say I'm going to um, I'm going to get a business loan in three Mm -hmm. years and cash you out. Well, Mm -hmm. suppose your personal credit doesn't qualify you for a business loan at that time. Mm -hmm. Then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. that angel investor is stuck. Mm -hmm. So you want to have two additional ways besides that for them to be cashed out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Wow. I tell mm-hmm. you, if you are just tuned in, you are listening here to Wealthy Sisters Radio. I'm Deborah Hartnett, your host. Our very special guest today is Ms. Cherie Warwick. She is the author of Creating Business Plans That Actually Get Financed. This time has gone by so fast, Cherie. I tell you, we definitely have to look at having you back on our show. Um, I do want to just ask you a few more questions here, if you can share with us. I know you have a lot of people that have endorsed your strategies of what you're doing, well-known people, because I really want people to go and get this book. Um, you tune in. You can go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. You can click on our featured guest. You'll find all of Cherie's information there so that you can get this book. Cherie is available everywhere, Amazon, all over. They can get it on Kindle and all of that as well, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely, and a, a big place that people love to get my books is when I come to speak. And if you're in the uh-huh. Metro D.C. area, you can have me come and speak for free as long as I can drive there and as long as uh-huh. I'm able to offer my books to the audience once the um, presentation is over. So I'm actually doing that tonight at a church. A church uh, oh, entrepreneur cool. group has invited me to come and speak, and they oh, said, really? you know, once it's all done, you're able to offer your books to the audience. So if anyone wants to have me as a speaker, please reach out to my office as well. Awesome, awesome. Well, we're just going to take a short message break right here. Be right back. And if you could just share with us ooh, who is following you. I mean, all of these people you have, well-known people who are backing you. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters. Radio Show. Well, well, D-Herbs.com's Full Body Cleanse works to naturally cleanse and detoxify the body to aid in weight release, enhancing the immune system, and increasing energy levels. The Full Body Cleanse consists of the blood and lymphatic formula, cardiovascular, liver, spleen, and gallbladder, lungs and respiratory, kidneys, bladder, and adrenals, colon and digestive tract, and activated charcoal. When you cleanse your body, you open up the door to healing and rejuvenation. DHerbs.com. Yes, we're live back here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. Deborah Hartnett speaking here as your host. You know we love D-Herbs. We don't promote anything on this show that we have not experienced used as whereby. Theherbs.com. You want to go there, get that full body cleanse. I'm telling you, it is nothing like it. it. Will bring more energy to your life, mental clarity. I mean, it's just phenomenal. I mean, I love it. It's time to do it again. I, I like to do it twice a year. And I'm telling you, if you want to jumpstart your metabolism, let go of all that that heavy stuff that's hanging around our midway. Go to Theherbs.com right now. You owe it to yourself. Make sure you put in Wealthy Sisters for your promo code so you can get your discount. 
And I tell you, you will be very, very satisfied. Now, Ms. Cherie, you have been sharing with us our special guest today, Cherie Warwick, who is the author of Creating Business Plans That Actually Get Financed. You've got to go and get her book. Is a top seller. She's shared with us so much information. If you missed the first half of this show, don't worry about it. You can catch it right after this at WealthySistersRadio.com. It's available for you 24-7. Download. We're there. We're here for you. But before we let Cherie go, I just, I just wanted her to let you know all of the dynamic people who have spoken about her book, who are promoting her book, who are just, I mean, crazy about all the great strategies that she's doing. So, Cherie, tell us who you've got who's speaking and and, uh, saying all those great things about the, the phenomenal things you're doing. Great. Um, well, uh, one really big name is from Shark Tank itself. Um, that's Ms. Uh-huh. Barbara Corcoran, who yes. I call America's favorite angel investor. I love her. And she has yes. uh, endorsed my strategies and, and the book itself. Another woman yes. named Valerie Gatos, who runs the Angel Venture Forum of D.C. She has um, She read the book and she said, you really underestimated the power of what you have in here, and she wrote wow. me a glowing testimonial. I've also been on WHUR with Harold Fisher, who yes, <laughs> was, Harold you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's really funny because I walked in and he said, oh, I'm not so sure, and and the producer said, no, no, you're going to love it, you're going to love her, and uh, you I, know, I left and he was that. a raving fan. <laughs> Yeah, yes, I can yes. see him so, saying that. We've had him on the show here, and we've been on his show. He's he's great. He's great. <laughs> yes, yes. But, you know, even more than that, what's, what's most special to me are those entrepreneurs that I have helped get funding. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I have helped actually work, you know, from strategy to pen to paper or, you know, uh, keyboard to word document I should say to mm-hmm. actually you know working with them through the process of getting the funding they deserve and um mm-hmm. those are always the best referrals and and references that uh, I can I can get from anybody Wow, wow. Well, we thank you so much for everything that you're doing, Cherie. Congratulations to you. Continued success, and um, definitely we'll have to have you back on the show here on Wealthy Sisters Radio because we always enjoy guests that come with substance, and you definitely have shared a lot of substance with us today on how to create that business plan that actually gets financed. And hopefully we will get a chance to see you at the Winter Summit and then be able to definitely greet you face-to-face and and, uh, have our audience have an opportunity to meet you there as well. Fantastic. And I want to give everyone the opportunity to get uh, the 10 Hidden Places to Locate Capital. It's a free report on my website, We writebusinessplans.com writebusinessplans.com you go to the home page you go towards the bottom and the um, the pop up will say you can get the free report so we want to All encourage right. people to do that and the book is available on the website as well and, and what's the name of that report again? it is the 10 hidden places to locate capital Love it. Ten hidden places to locate capital. You heard it right from Cherie Warwick. She's got that free plan there for you, waiting for you at her website. Make sure you do that. Get her book. Cherie, thank you again for joining us here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. 
Thank you so much for having me, and I look forward to seeing everyone face-to-face. Yes, absolutely. I tell you, you guys, this has been a powerful interview. Oh, wow. You know, we're always talking about the money. You have people all the time that send in questions about how can you get money for your business, and Cherie just laid down some great information for us. I want to encourage you to definitely get her book. Go to WealthySistersRadio.com right now. Click on our featured guest. You can get all of her great information there. It's a website. She's got that free report for you as well. Make sure you do that. And also, you know, today is it's like a financial Tuesday here on Wealthy Sisters Radio. It is because this is the third Tuesday and our financial correspondent, Ms. Marcella Mellon-Williams, has some great information that she wants to share with us today. So, Marcella, go ahead and take it away for us today. This is Marcella Mellon-Williams with your Wealthy Sisters Wealth Strategy segment. Imagine being retired before you're 30 years old. Now, if you're older than 30, imagine being retired on time at whatever age you desire. It's possible, and the more you plan towards it, the more realistic it becomes. If the idea of retiring before the age of 30 seems a bit out of reach, think again. I recently read an article about a man who retired at the age of 27. Yes, you heard me correctly, 27 years old and retired. His retirement wasn't due to overnight financial success. Instead, he created a well-planned strategy and executed it precisely. Thus, he retired at an age when most of us are still swimming in debt. As a wealth strategist and coach, I teach my clients about why it is imperative to define long-term goals and create a strategy that is manageable and realistic. So here are four tips I suggest to start bringing your retirement age closer. One, make an executive decision. Oftentimes when people think of retirement, they think of being in their late 50s and early 60s. And while that's most often the case, an earlier retirement age is possible and depends on the amount of money you want to have saved. To make an executive decision on your retirement, decide on your desired after-tax financial goal and ideal age for being retired. Two, write out the X's and O's. Create a deliberate, realistic, and actionable plan to make your retirement goals come true. Be meticulous in your planning by sitting down with a financial planner and creating a strategy built around your dreams of property ownership, investments, savings accounts, and debt management. Three, build your bench strength. Whether you are a business owner or you have a team who relies on you, make sure you have people who are suited to fill in for you when it's time for you to retire. Training employees to take higher leadership roles will make your exit strategy easier and also increase your quality of retirement. And four, what does retirement look like for you? This is the final point, but actually, it's your first step towards retirement. You can set your financial goals and do everything you need to to carry them out as planned, But if you don't have a clear understanding of what your retirement years will look like, it will stop you in your tracks. So be imaginative or visionary about your retirement. Think of the places to travel, things to do with your money, personal goals, and more. Retirement isn't the end of life. It's the beginning of enjoying what you've spent a portion of your life working towards. 
When you plan out the details and make smart steps towards reaching your goals, you can look at retirement as a phase of life where you have the financial means to really enjoy yourself. This has been Marcella Mullen-Williams of LBG Financial Service with your Wealthy Sisters Wealth Strategy segment. To begin to Thank you so much, Marcella. Definitely you want to go to WealthySistersRadio.com. Click there on our feature correspondence, and you can get all of Marcella's great information there. You want to find her, follow her on Facebook and Twitter, and go to her website, join her mailing list. You can even give her a call. She does help people all over the country. She, I mean, she travels, she speaks, and she has a lot of great information that can help you when you're looking at planning your Future And I love the fact that she talked about retirement. Who wants to retire when you can't do anything? We want to retire when we are still able to get around and enjoy life. That's what it's all about. Well, I tell you what I want to say. Thank you so much to you for tuning in and listening to our show today. We appreciate you so much. I want to say a very special thank you to our, our featured guest, Cherie Warwick, today. I encourage you to make sure that you get her book, Go To WealthySistersRadio.com right now. Click there on the featured guest and check out Cherie's information. She's got that um, free offer, she said, today as well on the show. And also, you want to make sure that you get that book for yourself. And, and I believe she will help you with that business plan that you've been looking at and you've been putting off and you know you need to write so that you can go get that money for your idea Believe it. You can do it. Just takes a little effort. You can do it. Get that plan. It's so many things, so many people, angel investors, and as you said, all the different reasons why we don't take that extra step. Well, you know, you're worried about this. You're worried about credit. Angel investors, as she said at the top of the show, that's not what they do. They look at the opportunity, and that information that Cherie has is really good. It can help you make sure you get the money that you're looking for to finance your dreams. And I also want to remind you that the Winter Summit is coming. If you have not gotten your registration yet, don't wait till the last minute. You're going to be sorry, especially when the Millionaire Luncheon is sold out, which is almost sold out and it's limited seating. We won't, you know, have a design. It's not designed for everyone to attend. So you definitely want to go ahead and get your tickets now, get your registration now. Uh, make sure that you're in the place. It's a powerful event. The networking, the phenomenal women coming together, like minds, the information, the subject matter. I mean, it's no way that you cannot get something and a great return on your investment by attending this phenomenal event. This is our fourth one, y'all. We know what we're doing with it. We know you're going to have a great time. So we look forward to seeing you there March 27th, 28th, March 27th, 28th, right here in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. It's held in the Northern Virginia area right next to D.C. You can fly in all the airports. And uh, Amtrak is not too far from it as well. So get to thewinnersummit.com and get registered. Well, we want to just say thank you so much uh, again as we come to that time in the show where we call this our power thought of the day, the power thought of the day. And I kind of just want to go back to the question of the day that um, our special um, listener, Jamia, Miss Jamia out of Phoenix, Arizona, talked about positive 
how is it that we're able to remain positive? Well, my power thought of the day is we have no choice. When you realize that your dreams and your goals are bigger than you are, you know, how how big are they? Is it something that, that you can do in this lifetime? I encourage you to stretch yourself. Stretch yourself. What is, what is you know, we used to do this exercise a lot in a workshop, and it would take the time to ask people to write down 50 things. If money weren't an issue, if you could write your own check, money's not an issue, what would you do? And it's amazing as adults how we stop dreaming how we stop remembering those things that we said that we would want. And, I mean, most people could get struggle to get eight on the page. So my power thought of the day is to keep dreaming. Go back, rediscover those dreams, your desires. And when it's big enough, you're living your purpose. You know that it's worth you staying positive. You cannot afford to allow any negativity around you at all. Thank you so much for tuning in to us today. I want to encourage you to make sure you go to WealthySistersRadio.com, join our mailing list, follow us on Facebook and Twitter so that you can stay abreast on the great information that we have for you here on this show. As always, we wish you and yours the best of everything great. We'll see you next week. We're now listening to Wealthy Sisters Radio Show. We're not listening to wealthy sisters. 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 We're not listening to The opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of our host, staff, or partners of Wealthy Sisters Radio.